Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In this episode of the Bill Kasky Podcast, we're going to get to the bottom of why what you know is not as important as what you do with what you know. Hey everybody, Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. Once again, broadcasting to you live from... Indianapolis, Indiana, Midwest, USA. Glad to have you with me today. I am uh, forever bewildered at, there there was a book written about, uh, I can't remember, probably 20 years ago that was by, I think it was David Packard from Hewlett Packard, and he called it the Knowing Doing Gap. The Knowing Doing Gap. Actually, it wasn't written by him. It was written by somebody, but it was about something that he said. And he, he said, if we would only take action on what we know at Hewlett Packard, that was an old computer company, I guess they're still around. I'm sure they are. Yeah, they make printers. In fact, yeah, I got one. Uh, he said, if we would only do something with what we know, we would be dangerous. But we know so much. And that was the knowing, the knowing doing gap that uh, I think it was Jeffrey Fiefer, maybe that who wrote it was talking about. And I think that's especially prevalent today. And I hear this from a lot of CEOs, VPs of sales that, man, we have so much knowledge, so much wisdom, so much experience. We've got stories, we've got anecdotes, we've got all the different talent and know-how, and yet we don't do anything with it or we don't do as much as we could. So I wanted to devote a podcast today to that very topic. And I think with the avalanche of information that comes at us every day, and if you're in sales or VP of sales or CEO, you probably listen to podcasts, you probably read articles, you read magazines and whatever. And we are in this consumption overload. We're constantly consuming. But my question to you is, what are you doing with all that? What are you really doing with that? Now, I know I read for pleasure sometimes. Sometimes I'll read an article in a blog or magazine, and there'll be nothing for me to do with it. But occasionally, I will hear a podcast where maybe it's about promotion or marketing or branding or psychology, and I have had to discipline myself to stop the presses when I hear it and go do something with that information. And the first step of doing something is my step one today, and that is you've got to document it. You've got to document the things that you are learning in this vast consumption of uh, consumer society that we're in, not just consumer of goods, but consumer of information. So here's what I would recommend. I would recommend you get your phone, and open a notes folder if uh, I'm familiar with the iPhone, but Android probably has the same thing. Or you can go to a specialty kind of platform like Evernote or Google Docs 
and just open a document and call it something that you will know. Like I capitalize my, I just put ideas and I capitalize ideas. And every time I have something that I want to jot down or document based on something I've heard, I put it in there. Then about once a month, I'll go back and look at that. Sometimes something will hit me so hard. I'll say, you know what? I can implement that tomorrow, uh, either with a client or with a prospect or just in my business. Sometimes you don't need to wait a month, but those ideas will stale out. Some, some of them you'll write down 20 ideas throughout the month and 18 of them are like, oh, I don't know, even know what I'm talking about here. I didn't, I didn't put enough down. But I find that there's usually one or two that make it into the, my playbook in some way. And I think you should do the same thing. I know that you're out and about, although maybe not as out and about as you were a year and a half ago, but uh, you are consuming information. And if somebody uh, next door to you, like a a colleague or somebody uh, that you listen to on a podcast has something, and if if it strikes you right then, then recognize it's something worth documenting. Number two, I think we just need a bias for action. I work with a lot of sales teams, and one of the things I try to do and do every session is what did you learn? What did you learn from this session? Usually my sessions are 60 to 75 minutes, and today I just had a session with a brand new group. They sell consulting all over the world, and they are not salespeople. They are advisors and analysts, so they don't have... They don't have a sales gene where they can't wait to, wait to go talk to somebody. They would prefer in many ways to not talk to somebody and, and sit behind and do some really brilliant analysis. But they are responsible for bringing in net new clients. And so they need a bias for action. And so at the end of each session, I say, what did you learn? Give me a specific lesson. And what are you going to do with it? You're not going to think about it. Hopefully, or if you do, you're going to think about it for a couple of days. Then you're going to do something with it. You're going to take some kind of action. Maybe it's an article that uh, an idea was, was brought forward. And you say, you know what? That would be a really good article. Or that would be a really good LinkedIn video. Or that would be a great interview to do for a podcast I'm thinking about. And I always use the example of a, of a gentleman who was in one of my programs, my high achiever program, and that's why he's a high achiever, because he takes action. And he came up with the idea one day, and it wasn't a, a, a brand new idea, he said, I should do a podcast in my market. He sells to uh, the medical community. He said, I should do a podcast. Within five days, he had his album art, he had the host set up, he had done his first episode, a prototype episode, he hadn't released it yet. But he sent it over to me and said, what do you think? And so here's a guy who came up with an idea that's a pretty significant idea to, to undertake a podcast. He's about seven months in now, and he's done it every, every week or two. But there's a guy who has a bias for action. And I think that's one thing we need to do is say, if I learn something, what am I going to do to go implement it or take it a step further? Some t- things you can't just implement willy-nilly, my favorite hyphen word, but you can take some action on it. So number one is open a folder, start to document these ideas. Number two, have a bias for action. Commit to yourself, write it down, log it into your calendar and say, I'm going to devote 30 minutes tomorrow to seeing how I can implement this idea. 
And the third thing that I think is important is that we distinguish between something that's a beginner idea and an advanced idea. So if I hear somebody talking on a podcast about, let's just say, LinkedIn ads, and they have some pretty good results, and I like the way they talk about it, and it's something that I need to implement, that's not something, that's more of an advanced idea. That's not something you're going to implement tomorrow. But what you might do is project plan it and say, what's step one here? Well, you know what? I'm going to watch three videos on LinkedIn ads. Number two, I'm going to reach out to an influencer, somebody who does LinkedIn ads, set up a 30-minute call, see if they can help me do it, maybe go on Upwork or somewhere like that that's a gig, a gig site where you've got people from all over the world who do things like that. But I would distinguish between a beginner idea, something that's really simple to innovate and implement, and something that's advanced. And don't overwhelm yourself. Find a couple of ideas in your document that are easy to just go do. Maybe it's an email that you heard that uh, a different format for an email. I do that all the time. Somebody would say, well, here's an email I sent. I'm like, oh, man, that's really good. I'm going to document that. But you have to document the email because you can't, if you, if you decide you're going to go back and listen to the podcast again and write it down, you won't do it. Well, I won't do it. I'm not putting my... Uh, laziness on you, but you've got to write it down right there. Now, what, what did he say? I'm going to go back and listen to that again. What exactly were the words? Jot it down and distinguish between a beginner idea, something that's easy. I don't mean beginner like novice. I mean just an idea that can be implemented easy and something that's more advanced. On the advanced ideas, you're going to have to break those down into a work plan of some kind. You, know, you say, oh, God, that sounds like I need a project manager to follow me around. Well, maybe you do. But I think everything is based in steps. David Allen wrote a book called Getting Things Done. And he said, every project that you have, or every goal that you have that's more than two steps is a project. And I think he's got a point there. And I've talked about this on the podcast before, is that if we have an advanced idea, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, do a podcast, uh, shoot a video, even shooting a video if you're not used to doing it, is an advanced idea. But if you just then break it down and say, okay, what's step one? Well, I need to come up with a topic. All right, I'm going to devote 20 minutes tomorrow to coming up with a topic. Uh, number two is, do I have the right equipment? Yep, check. Microphone, check. iPhone. Number three is, can I outline it? What can I? How can I outline it so that I'm not reading from a script, but I have some kind of flow so that when I begin it, I have some kind of clue about how exactly I'm going to uh, execute it. And four, I can't remember if we're at three or four, four might be, you know what, I'm going to post it with a little blurb at the front, at the top, a headline, with a hook, some kind of curiosity hook or a question or a, a disruptive statement or some kind that's going to command the, the viewer's attention. So if it's an advanced, just make sure you look at it from a project eyes, through the project eyes, a filter of project management. And I love David Allen's thoughts on that, you know, and I think that every goal we have, think about it. If you have a goal of getting into five target accounts, let's say you've got 25 target accounts on your, on your list, and you say, my goal is to have conversations with five of those people in the next 90 days, all right? So what's step one? Well, step one is probably identifying those people. Step two is connecting with them on LinkedIn. Step three might be a video message to them. 
Step four might be sending them to a document that you may have written. It's a PDF document that has value in it. Uh, step five may be uh, you know, an outreach to somebody who can introduce you to that person. I mean, those are kind of backwards. You probably want to find the introduction before you just connect with them. But the point there is just create a project plan. And if you do that for the people on your list of 25 people and you want to get into five, do that on all 25. I can almost guarantee you that within 30, 60, 90, you're going to have one of those people or more reach back out to you, either say, nope, not a good time, in which case you can say, fine, no problem. In the meantime, here's a video I shot, thought you'd enjoy it. Or they may say, you know what, call me back in 30 days, which I will do. I'm not big into pressuring people. If somebody reaches back out and says, not at this time, I'm not going to, I'm not going to camp on their doorstep and try to get them to be interested. Because to me, the world's abundance. There's 7 billion people. I don't, need, I don't need one person. I need to have people who are interested. So that's a deal. Beginner, implement immediately. Advanced, create a project plan. I hope that helps you. I want you to, I know you're learning a lot. I know you listen to this podcast. It could be that on this podcast, you've heard something that would be an easy to implement idea, like the notes idea. Just open a folder, a notes folder, and start documenting your thoughts. Your ideas are awesome, but they're not going to make you money or give you success if they're never implemented. And in order to implement them, you've got to capture them somewhere. If you are a high achiever, high achieving sales professional earning over 150K a year, and you'd like to be considered for my high achiever mentoring program, I'm happy to uh, entertain that. If you go to BillKasky.com, very top, there's a little uh, banner there that says get on the wait list. Just put your name there and nobody's going to contact you, but I'll make sure you get a series of emails. And also when we do a webinar, uh, we will make sure that you get invited first. And we're going to be doing a couple here in October. So this is a good time to go to BillCaskey.com. Click on the top banner, put your name in. There's no obligation. I promise you, I'm not going to chase you. I'm not going to chase you to church on Sunday or to softball on Saturday or out to dinner on Friday. Just get your name in and you'll get instructions from there. All right. See you next time.